0: Hello and welcome beyond the neutral zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner and Ben. Today, we've got an exciting episode. We're going to be ranking the top 20 overall receivers in the NFL. Uh, We debated possibly doing receiving cores, but at the end of the day, we decided to go with individual receivers because it probably will lead to higher entertainment value. Us yelling at each other. Yes. Uh, so we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, I don't know if either of you, if any things happened that is was of interest in sports with you guys the past couple days, but I do want to briefly talk about Kentucky and Kansas Ooh, college basketball game. that happened last night. Uh, I don't, was Kansas ranked number one? Yeah. Kansas, okay, Kansas ranked number one. Kentucky was ranked number 17, which looking back on it is probably criminally underrated. Uh, Kentucky was winning most of the game. Kansas ends up pulling it out at the end. A crazy back and forth game the whole time. Kentucky all three of their big men, all three of their seven footers ha- are not playing yet. They're still not playing. And Kentucky still did that well and was super close to winning and was winning most of that game. So, I was incredibly impressed with them because of that and I'm excited. Here here's the thing. After that game last night, I I told Ben I think Kentucky's the best team in the country after that game. They don't, even, they don't even have their big men. They're playing with all small players at that point, and they still were running that game most of the time. And apparently I'm not the only one that believes this because all the sports betting apps, all the sports books, this morning put Kentucky as co-favorite national champions tied with Kansas. Yeah. After they lost, they bumped Kentucky all the way up to co-favorites national champions. That's crazy. That is. When do you, like, of any sport, when do you know if teams getting boosted up that high after losing? Like, that's crazy. Like, that that might be the best college basketball loss I've ever seen. I, I literally I, – I can't think of another one. I'm just not very high on Kansas after watching that game. You might be right. The amount of turnovers they had, dude, is insane. Well, that, that's because of Kentucky. Yeah, they're, 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 and that's what I was about to say. All those, they're all – they're small guards. They are aggressive. They're yeah. quick. Their hands. That's how – Kentucky – that's just – that's the way they're going to be playing this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to make life miserable for the opposing guards. Like, they are going to force turnovers. Kentucky's defense
1: impressed me, bro.
0: Yes. So – if they, I, I think that if they had any of their seven footers available, they would have won the game. But with that being said, Kentucky had several shots at the end of the game to actually win the game, and they Reeves, just they missed a lot of wide open shots. Antonio Reeves he, Reeves missed like four in a row that would have tied just, or won the game. Just wide like, open shots too, yeah. and it wasn't just misses; they were ugly misses, like bad. <laughs> yeah. So. And he's the guy that they want shooting. He's the he's the sharp shooter, but he just wasn't feeling it late in that game. But anyway, with that being said, as a Kentucky fan, I'm excited. I have never felt more positive after a loss, ever, in any sport of any team that I've ever, like, wanted to win, ever. I've never felt more positive after a loss than that one. So I'm excited. Uh, college basketball season, it's not as long as the NBA season, but it's still a long season. There's a long way to go. Kentucky's really young. Uh, they got a lot of improvement to do, and I think they will. So. Anyway, I'm excited. I think everybody else as Kentucky fans is excited as well. By the way, college basketball in general this year, make sure you're watching it. I mean, already, already just upsets galore. This season is going to be insane. It, it, it's going to be wild. I Just all year. It, I, I can't I'm just so excited. Anyway. All right. Did either of you have anything you wanted to say before we get into this list? No. no, nope. nope. not, not really. Okay. Um, No. Not really. I thought <laughs> no. I did, but no. Okay. Oh, before we... Did you all... I, I wish I had the, the actual post to look at it exactly. I cannot remember exactly how much it was. But did you all see that post today that is showing how much Jimbo Fisher is making per day? Isn't it like... Oh, per day? Per day. No. Yes. He's making like...
1: Twenty six
0: thousand dollars a day for the next eight years to not coach. That is insane. Yeah, I can't find that post right now. But it's I mean I don't even know if I make twenty six thousand dollars a year. Like (laughs) that's insane, bro. I mean, let's just look at Deshaun Watson's contract to not play football. Ooh, that's another thing. Dude that's yeah Yeah, I mean we could talk about that. Deshaun Watson is having season ending Shoulder surgery, shoulder fracture on his throwing arm. Mm-hmm. He he might never play football again, and all his money is guaranteed. So there's no incentive oh, for him. Yeah, to play. I mean this is, I mean it's working out exactly the way that he planned it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, oh, goodness gracious! And from this, there will never be a fully guaranteed contract again because of how yeah, the Sean awesome. Watson situation has played out. In all honesty, it's probably a good thing for the future of the NFL that this is happening this way. I think it'll help it to where teams are not just ruining the entire NFL by giving contracts like this. Yeah. So. I mean, players are going to want it, but the teams are just going to be like, we we can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. Too risky. No, I think he's going to be
1: done with football, No, but he'll never be...
0: I don't yeah, know. He was already never going to be Deshaun Watson again. And then now he's going to take a step back really, from what he was. Whether he plays football again or not, one thing is for sure, he is going to play as few <laughs> football games as he possibly can. He does not want to be on the football field anymore. He, got he wants his to be in the massage parlor. He, I he he wants to be all over the place. He can be wherever <laughs> he wants. He just doesn't want to be playing football. So, But anyway, and I guess technically once he retires from the NFL, he can go to all the massage parlors he wants to. Because part of the I mean, agreement, part of the agreement with the NFL to reinstate him was that he wasn't allowed to get massages outside of the team facility, with anybody that wasn't a part of the team staff. So, so I guess once he retires, he can do whatever he wants to again. So, anyway, all right, let's get into football. Actually, so on the field, football about this list. All right, so I have not seen this list either. So, so before we get into it, let me remind everybody this is a point system just like we did with the running backs we the most points that anybody could possibly get would have been a total of 60 so the most we could give individually was 20 points so and we did our top 20 each and 60 points would be that means that all three of us gave 20 points Anyway, I, I put mine in reverse from one to twenty to the person that we sent this to. I hope they got that yes, and he, reversed he, it. He flipped it. He flipped right. it. Yeah. <laughs> about to say ben, you did the same thing, Tanner, as Ben did. Uh, 1 to twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that we got it, we got it worked out. Anyway, all right, here we go. Number one overall, Jamar Chase. Okay, and I I, I had him as my number one overall receiver. I, I had Ben. Ben had him as his number two overall receiver, and Tanner had him as his number four overall receiver, okay, oh, you have all
1: of that on the oh, yeah.
0: okay, yeah, all right, yep, yeah. so tallied up to which it doesn't have the the tallied up points here, oh yeah, it does over here fifty six points total, so. Um. Obviously, I, I had him number one, so I don't have a problem with this. This is my guy. I so. did have him number one, and then the beginning of this season, he kind of dropped for a little bit. And then the past few games, he, I almost put him at number one again just because he almost has single-handedly brought what the big offense what back. Yes, I just went down the list. Ben, was this Ben that did this? Yes, it was Ben. Ben, whenever you were talking about Adding tight ends to the list. That was back when we were talking about the receiving core. We're not ranking receiving cores right now. We're ranking receivers. You put Travis Kelsey on the list. I did. I, I, I'm dadgumming, we're ben. Doing, ben. We're not doing receiving cores. He is a top receiver. I don't care if he's a tight end or not. He, he, he is a top receiver in the NFL. Okay. If you're like okay, well, we'll if get he to it. didn't play tight end and he just, I, wish, I wish you would have said something to us about it because maybe we could have done the same thing, but you didn't say anything. So I thought we were just doing the wide
1: receiver position. Yeah.
0: Okay. know. Well, we had some miscommunications, So all right. <laughs> oh that's two weeks that's two weeks in a row that Ben did something dumb with his list. That's not that's not even dumb. The fact that you all didn't you put didn't, Travis didn't Kelsey on a receiving I, list. I mean that, because we were doing receiving fine. cores, bro. That's fine, but you should have said something. We didn't do we said we weren't doing receiving cores. We said best receivers in the NFL. Yeah, oh, I mean the wide receiver position. That's what yeah. I mean yeah. by core. Like wide
1: receiver position.
0: Oh well. So, Alright, anyway. So they don't have him on the list. I put Travis Kelsey super high on my list. Anyway, so. Jamar Chase. Was the number one overall receiver. Number two overall is Tyreek Hill. Nice. Tanner had him as his number one. Ben had him as his number three. I had him as my number five. So yeah. all these top five across the board. Derek, that goes without saying. No, you can't debate that. So uh, Tanner, why was he number your number one?
1: Because I think like I think he's one of the only receivers in the NFL that it literally doesn't matter how you play him. He, No matter how you play him, like he is dangerous in any situation. If you press him, he's going by you. If you play 10 yards off of him, he's catching a five-yard pat taken to the house. Like He is the fastest, amazing hands, great route runner. I think he is the best. If you take all of that into account, I think he is the best receiver in the entire NFL oh. because it does not matter
0: how you play that man. Oh, he is a danger. A part of his game that's super underrated too is his mossing ability because oh, he can yeah. jump oh, out of the gym 100. Typically, typically I don't view like super fast, super speedy receivers as like really good, really top notch receivers because there's just so many other things that you need to do to be a great receiver. But Tyreek Hill is just people. He he is so fast. And so quick that people sometimes are blinded to the mm-hmm. fact that he's really good at all this other stuff, too. Like, he, he's, he is really good at everything. Yeah. He really is. Route running, deep like, down the field, screen passes, slants, it doesn't matter, bro. A, a good comparison is, like, Jalen Hyatt is super fast. Like, even on the Giants so far this season, you've seen that he's super fast. He has burned a few people. Yes. but. He's nowhere close to the same receiver that Tyree Kill is. Like, Tyree Kill is actually a legit good receiver on top of that speed. Like, it's crazy. Christian Watson is another example. Yeah. Super fast and apparently just a complete moron, so. (laughs) Next up. Wait, who? Christian Watson. Oh, Christian Watson. Okay, okay. That's coming from the Packers fan. Yeah. Number three overall, A.J. Brown. Nice. Tanner had him number two overall. I had him number three overall. Ben had him number five overall, behind Travis Kelsey. Still tough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had Travis Kelsey at four. I'm not even gonna lie. To oh goodness, bro! And if I had to do it over again, I would do it over again. <laughs> so, all right. If we if we lined up receivers, I would want Travis Kelsey on my team as the fourth receiver. I mean, that's fair. That, but you should have just said something to it. I just, I, I, had already asked, and you said, yes, we're including tight ends. That was when we were talking about doing receiving cores, Ben, not individual receivers. So Ben's it's, list is already jacked us It is so the, only to the, the only tight end. It's so. the only tight end I have on. <laughs> okay. I didn't put Mark Andrews or TJ Hawks in or, uh, wow, George Kittle. Dalton on KK. Or Dalton. <laughs> or Cal Fitz. Almost um, let's talk, go back to talking about A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, I mean, what else can you say other than the dude's just a beast? Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's stronger, he's faster, he's just
1: gonna battle. I knew, I knew he was good with the Titans, but I, I feel like him being with the Eagles has truly
0: shown how good he truly is all around. I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like the Titans showed how good he truly is because on the Eagles, a lot of receivers could look as good as he yeah. looks right now. Because the Eagles, you gotta pay attention to so many other things. Yeah. Like but he's proven that even if he is the only threat, he can still dominate. Yeah. I so I saw a post the other day that actually summed this up pretty perfectly. It said A.J. Brown really became everything we thought this man could be, and had a picture of D.K. Metcalf, which was his teammate also. Which I called whenever before they even went into the draft. I was calling that from day one. Uh, A.J. Brown's better than D.K. Metcalf. I before they were even drafted, I knew it. You just watch them play. It's like, dude, D.K. D.K. is bigger and stronger. I don't even know if he's faster. He might be faster. He's faster. A.J.'s a way better route runner and way better hands, and I care about that in the NFL way more than your size and speed. So, yep. And it's not like A.J. Brown is slow and weak. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably the second-strongest receiver in the NFL behind DK Metcalf. You might be right. <laughs> so, he's a beast, man. <clears throat> um, did you want to say something else about A.J., or are you done?
1: Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, I just feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. There's really not a lot to say.
0: By the way, there were one, two, a. three, a. four, the five. The there were five receivers that received at least 50 points. So, that was A.J. Brown. He was number three. Number four is Justin Jefferson. Actually, there's two tied for fourth. And the way we did the tiebreakers last time they was the them. highest ranking. Which means that Justin Jefferson is not fourth. Devontae Adams is fourth. Because Ben had Devontae Adams as his number one overall receiver. Wow. And me and Tanner both had him as our number six. So, I, I, I don't hate it. I, I, I understand it. what you're thinking. But if this was two years ago, 100%. I mean, look who he has throwing him oh, the ball. I agree. I agree. Actually, look who, who, who he has not throwing the ball to him this year. Yeah. Like... What is the? What are the Raiders doing? Yeah, but anyways, so so I, I Adams, he is an absolute beast, and to be fair to what you're with what you're saying, like he's not been given like a good opportunity really in the past two years. Yeah. uh, but I also want to put part of that on him because he's the one that wanted to go there. So yep. that's partially on him. So but. Anyway. He would also think he was going to be playing with Derek Carr the whole time, but and then they year. just decided to not re sign Derek. I even last think, year, it I mean, wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, he was good, but it wasn't like yeah. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But anyway, I love Devontae Adams. I think yeah. he's fantastic. Like I said, for, if, this, if this was two years ago, 100% he'd be my, my number for one. For me, it's just his route running, and then his catching radius is still as big as ever. Yeah. And then if it's there, he's going to catch it. Like, he just... It doesn't matter if it, he gets hit as soon as he touches the ball. Like if it touches him, he's catching it. He's so. fantastic. He is. Yeah, and you're right about if if it's touching his hands, it is going to be a catch. Yeah. Like I it, mean, it doesn't. His last season on the Packers, dude, literally got his head taken off. Like didn't know if he was ever going to play football again, and still caught the ball, yeah. and then came back in on the next drive immediately afterwards. Which the like, NFL would never allow to happen now. <laughs> I don't know that he, dude is. He would still be man. in concussion protocol. They, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked him. They asked him after the game how how he was able to come back, and he said, "I'm built different." <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'm built different. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Uh-huh. All right. So losing that top record was coming in at number five. Justin Jefferson. Tanner had him as his number three overall. I had him as my number four overall. Ben had him as his number six overall. Uh, Ben, you didn't have him in your top five. five. I'm not as high on Justin Jefferson. as I think he's great, but I mean... I think Justin Jefferson is a little overrated, too, but he's still fantastic. Mm. Out of the top five, like that's totally cow! I mean, you both had Devontae Adams outside of your top five. He's getting old. He's getting old. I don't care. He's still great. I would rather have Devontae Adams on my team right now than Justin Jefferson. I'm trying to figure out if there's anybody older than... Oh, yeah, there's at least one older than... Devontae. You're talking about on the list. yes. Yeah, there's at least one older than him on this list. Oh, I know who it is. All right, I feel like I know who it is too. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> number number six overall, Cooper Cup. Okay, I respect. Mm, okay, you. Tanner had him as his number five overall. All right, we're getting too low for me to keep track of this. Tanner gave him 16 total points. Ben gave him 14 total points. I gave him 13 total points. Dang, so, you had him low. I was literally only three spots behind you. Still, and though. One I, spot behind Ben. Maybe, okay. Maybe out of
1: the... I was expecting all of us to have Cooper Cup in our top five, honestly.
0: So, well, you had him fifth, so you no. barely had At him. At least in the top five. Like, <laughs> It
1: wouldn't Cooper, surprise me Cooper if you had Cupp's, him
0: number two. Cooper Cup's awesome. Hey, he's mm-hmm. it's, If you want route running, that's yeah. your guy. Uh, he, he he actually. He may not be the best route runner. I think he might be number two, mm-hmm. but he's, dude, he's so good. Uh, Who's great. ahead of him? I mean, he's a couple spots, but he, we'll get to it. Anyway, Cooper Cup, if man. If you're about to say who I think you are, slow your roll. Coop, it's Coop. Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. Cooper Cup is just, I I mean, I don't, it, the simplest thing to say about Cooper Cup is that he's just good. He's reliable. But <laughs> I mean, like, he's just good. Yeah. Actually, I think I know who you're gonna say, and I'm okay with that. So. And the thing, is Cooper Cup also in big time moments, gotta have it moments. He gets even better, which mm. is just fantastic to have that quality on top of it. Like, and his his like football IQ, his football IQ on understanding what the defense is doing is higher than probably ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, I I, I, I 100% believe that, Yeah, which is just fantastic for somebody like Matthew Stafford. When you have a receiver out there that understands the defense just as much as you do, it's just fantastic. Whenever Matthew Stafford first got there, we all kind of joked around and be like, oh, all you have to do is just go eat coffee and get breakfast with your quarterback in the morning, and then it's perfectly fine, but like... Their their chemistry together and understanding what the defense is doing on every single play is what makes that duo insane. Yep. And then you just added another Pukanakua to it. So I wonder if Puka Nakua joined them on their breakfast. He might have. Yeah. That would been smart of him. To yeah. do. <laughs> I wonder if they even like allowed him to. What if he wanted <laughs> to? And they're like, no, this is just us. You can't do this.
1: Pukanakua like, and Stetson Bennett are both there.
0: There you go. Ah, I don't think so. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Next up, that was number six on the list. Number seven on the list, criminally low. Garrett Wilson, number seven overall. Okay. I don't think I've you got, can, I I've, don't think you can say he's criminally low whenever he's one spot behind Cooper Cup. I don't know. I had Garrett Wilson with nineteen total points. You had him number two. My number two Great receiver. Number two. Yes. Holy cow, yes. He's good bro. He is that good. Tanner Tanner only gave him eight points. Ben gave him thirteen. Eight points for Garrett Wilson is ridiculous, Tanner. Come on, I just I like not even have him in the top ten. He hasn't watched the just play, bro. That's true.
1: He really has. I love like I love Garrett Wilson. Like I just from everything that I've seen, oh, I'm gonna see- I legitimately I'm gonna look- think just all the players that I have above him. Like I've just
0: I've seen more. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure out if you've got any Ohio State receivers higher than him. Yep, you do. That, that that's unacceptable, Tanner. There's no way you have another Ohio State re- receiver higher than him. It's like Who, did a Who did I put a buff? I'm trying to figure out if there's any more than just those two in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah, there's another one. Yeah, okay, you've had one of them. Anyway, moving on. Garrett Wilson, I legitimately think if you if you combine... Speed, strength, route running ability, hands—all of that stuff combined—I truly think he is the second best receiver in the NFL right now, behind Jamar Chase. I, I just—I feel that strongly about this guy. His—he his ability to separate, and even on plays where he's doesn't have separation for some reason, and a throw is just not great, he's able to just haul these things in. and, and sideline catches, he is a beast at that as well. He's just fantastic all all across the board. Every attribute you want out of a receiver, he's top notch at every attribute. Fantastic, Ben. You got anything to add to that? You agree with that? Don't agree with that? I mean, I'm su- I'm surprised you didn't have him higher. He he does everything that you want from a number one receiver as far as like separation and ability to get open on routes, and then also still just makes those insane catches that, like, what in the world? For instance, like, George Pickens-type catches That's just, like, blows your mind, but then he also has the route running and hands to do that consistently, not just every now and then, like, George Pickens. George Pickens, the problem with him is he wants to do that every single play. He wants to make the big play every time and makes it harder on himself. Garrett Wilson just does what he has to to try to catch the ball. And sometimes it's fantastic and sometimes it's a 10-yard catch, but he just he does it. True. So That's that's all I have to say. All right. Next up, probably just as far as fandom goes, my favorite receiver in the NFL, number the number 1 route runner. Number 1 route runner, 8, number 8 overall Keenan Allen. He, I gave him fourteen points. Tanner gave him thirteen points, and Ben gave him eleven points. I can't. I was the lowest. He was the lowest. Wow. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, you should feel bad. That's unacceptable. <laughs> You're just basically saying Keenan Allen's trash, bro. I don't like it. You barely had him in your top ten. He he came in as your, I had him in your top 10. ten. I mean, to be fair, I also had Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So Keenan, like like we just said, Keenan Allen's route running. Is is second to nobody. Yeah. Okay. It is number one. And I'm then honest. his hands are also. Awesome. Yes, hands are also, if not one, that's top three. He like, just, it's just I mean, he's just a he's a quarterback's best friend, man. Yeah. I mean he's gonna be open. He is going to be open. It's that simple. When you whatever play you're running, that guy's open. Just yeah. remember that. Okay. He's not gonna be he's not gonna beat people with top end speed. He's not gonna break a bunch of tackles and juke people out. He's not gonna do that. But he's going to be open, and he's going to catch the ball. I mean, what more do you want from a receiver, man? I mean, gosh, I love watching that guy play. I think that's the only reason I didn't have him higher is because, like, his... I feel bad for even saying this because, like, what I was going to say is his big play capability isn't as high as some of the other guys. Right. But, I mean, he still does get open on, like, crucial third downs, which is a big part of football. Yes. But it's not like those exciting, like, oh, Tyreek Hill just caught a five-yard pass and then, like, juked five guys out and ran it all the way to the house. Or, like, oh, A.J. Brown just jumped over two dudes and caught the ball in the end zone. Like, But, I mean, Keenan Allen just – he doesn't have to do that because he just gets open every time from his route running. So, Yeah, I mean, I I was telling these guys in the last game we were watching with them, like, I would love for every Chargers game to have one solo camera Literally just singled in on Keenan Allen the entire game. I would love to just watch him run every single route. Just whether the ball's thrown his way or not. I just want to watch him run routes, man. He's he's that entertaining. Just to watch him run routes. Fantastic. Anyway, moving on to our number 9 overall player. Number 9 overall receiver. Stephon Diggs. I gave him 11 points. Tanner gave him 12 points. Ben gave him 12 points. So we were pretty even across the board there. Stephon Diggs is Here's the thing about Stephon Diggs. I think Stephon Diggs is very above average in every category, but he's not like elite at any of them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is that the best way to describe Stephon Diggs? Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's easily above average in everything, but he's not elite at anything. He he Slightly below elite in every category. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Now, in his mind, he thinks he is the best at every single category. He Thinks
1: he's the best receiver in the NFL.
0: Yes, which so do so do uh, some other people on this yes. lower down this list. But honestly, that's a trait that most receivers have. <laughs> you're not going to be a good NFL receiver if you don't believe that you're the best NFL receiver. To be honest with you, that's sure. so. Same thing goes for corners you're not going to be the best corner or anywhere you're not even going to be a good corner if you don't actually believe that you are the best corner in the n f l so so that's kind of a receiver corner thing, and honestly, it makes sense because a lot of playing corner and playing receiver is psychological like it's it a lot of it is psychological, and they all have mental illnesses yeah they're they're playing mind games the whole time. <laughs> Throughout an entire game, they're playing mind games with each other, and honestly, a lot of times throughout each an entire season, and sometimes even entire careers, going against a receiver, corner, or comp, like competition back and forth. Like sometimes they're playing psychological warfare with each other for like five to ten years at a time. I want to see some of the conversations between Sauce Gardner and Stephon Diggs. I bet I bet they have some interesting conversations. I bet that is interesting. What are some other interesting yeah. ones that may be happening? I'm trying like in the same division. Yeah. <sighs> Uh Justin Jefferson and Jair Alexander. Yeah. That's that's the one that I would like to set in on oh, they, <laughs> they don't like each other. <laughs> no, they they do not like each other at all. Uh I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. I want to go to practice with the Dolphins, to be honest, with Eli Apple and Tyreek Hill. I, I would love I would love to just hear Tyreek Hill trashing Eli I don't Apple. Want, I don't want to see Eli Apple ever. <laughs> Man, <yeah. laughs> I don't blame you. Oh, my gosh. I Uh. actually tried to defend him during the Bengals game, like, because everyone was just, like, doing the Eli Apple with the burnt piece of bread, like, the toast beside of him. And I was like, guys, he didn't play that bad. He gave up, like, one or two big plays that cost him, sure, but he didn't play that bad. And then since that point, he just played awful. So I was like, well, thanks for making me look like an idiot. I appreciate that. So now I hate him more than most people do. All right. Stephon Diggs was number nine. Our number ten receiver is Amon Ross St. Brown. I gave him ten points. Tanner gave him fourteen points, and Ben gave him eight points. And that wraps up our top ten. So Amon Ross closes it out with the top ten receivers list. Uh, Tanner, you were the highest on him. What do you What do you got to say about Amon Ross?
1: Absolutely love him. His route running ability. I love that the Lions are utilizing him even more because in games, like I think he's getting between like. Anywhere between like eight to twelve receptions, I think. Like, I think that's his average. I mean, he's literally only had two games this year. He hasn't went for a hundred yards. So, I right. mean, he's super reliable. Great hands. Great route runner. The go ball. I mean, he's he's fantastic. I absolutely love Amon Ross, Saint Brown.
0: Like, I I hate y'all had him so low. Like, I'm so I, I so high. Points. He missed my top ten by one spot. Here's mm. the thing about Amon Ross. Is it was is this his third year or his second year? He was drafted in twenty one. Third, so so this is his third year. Okay, so this is his third year. Yes, correct. Yeah. So his first two years, I thought it was kind of fluky. Like I thought it was like a flash in the pan kind of receiver. Like eh, yeah. he'll come down to earth. But this year, he's just he's gotten even better. So I mean, I, it's not a fluky yeah. thing. He is just that good. Yeah. And my thing with him is, I kind of thought it was a flash in the pan the first year. And then the second year I was like, okay, yeah, he's he is a really good receiver and probably a number one, but I don't think he's anything like super special. This year he's kind of proved that like he he at least belongs in the conversation of that elite category. Like oh, yeah. because he just continues to get better and This is an overused phrase and we joke around about it, but if you want to talk about an actual like legit dog on your team and has that kind of spirit inside of him, he has that. And honestly, I feel like almost that whole Lions team has that. And so it's just a perfect combination of like he's on the perfect team to utilize him and they are using him the way he's supposed to be used and he's cherishing it and getting even better. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I do. That was coming from the person that had him the lowest. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. You only gave him 8 points. Next up to a person that Ben gave even less points to, number our number 11 overall receiver, Chris Olave. I gave him 12 points, Tanner gave him 10 points and Ben gave him 5. I gave him 11. You gave him 10. Um yeah, it says you, you gave Calvin Reed 11. 11. Yo, you you have you you have him as your 11th receiver. Overall, you gave, him, you gave him 10 points. Keep, yeah, 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 that's right. So Chris Olave, 12 from me, 10 from Tanner, and 5 from Ben. Ben, why were you low on Chris Olave? It, it's not that I'm low on Olave. It's just I'm higher on the other guys that are above him. And speaking of which, you just spoiled a name, by the way. You have Calvin Ridley all the way up there, bro. Yeah, that's pretty high for You have now. Calvin Ridley above Chris Olave? Yes. Just one. Just one. i have him one spot above.
1: I don't, wow. I don't, think I don't it's even insane. have him on my list.
0: You don't have Calvin really Ridley right, we'll, on your We'll list. get to him in a second, guys. We'll get what to him in a second. What is season. wrong with you? We'll, we, get, to, we'll okay. get to him in a second. We'll, anyway. We're talking about Chris Olave. Did, did so you so see cool. the cast Chris Olave had this past week, Ben? <laughs> yes, I saw it. Oh I watched it with Scott. I know. <laughs> that, what else has he done all season? Well, I mean, he's had Derek Carr. <laughs> That's been just a disaster. Okay. So. And then as soon as you put Jameis Winston in the game, boom, big time play instantly. And then he he really didn't do much after that catch either. I I mean, he had a he had like two other catches besides that. Um, I really, I seriously think that if Jameis Winston had been playing all year, I really think Chris Owada would be leading the league in receiving yards. I really do think that because he would just be. You can get, I can get behind. Jameis Winston also would be leading the league in interceptions, but. That wouldn't that wouldn't hurt Chris Olave's fantasy production. So I gotta say, I don't know. Desmond James Winston would have another thirty thirty season. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Desmond Ritter might have played too many games for Jameis Winston to be leading in interceptions. Yeah, I don't know. Desmond Ritter's not played. No, he's ja- not even close to lead the lead league in interceptions. He would be if he played. Every that's game. true. That's true. A- right. actually, Josh Allen's leading. Josh league. Allen is leading. <laughs> all right. Next up. Our one non-receiver on the list, Travis Kelsey. So it comes in at number the number 12 of a ridiculous, receiver. Ridiculous. Carried bro. him onto the list. Ben, ridiculous. Ben bro. gave him 17 points. Ridiculous, he Had him bro. as the fourth best receiver. Unacceptable. And me and Tanner didn't have him on our list because we didn't know we were doing tight ends. Yeah. Ben failed to mention that to us. Okay. So. Well, we'll just pretend that he's not there. You can just continue with the list. As so it I'm you- not going to
1: lie. The fact that one person voted for him and these
0: he's that high of a I, I, being I, seventeen. Honestly, that like scares me sir, about the rest of this list. Right? We, so okay, we need to make this clearer now. Are we counting Travis Kelsey on this list or no, not? No, because no, I say no. Whether we're counting him or not means that a certain name made the top twenty and didn't make the top twenty. I know exactly that's, who you're that's going about. to be a big deal. No, well, I, I say we don't count him. Don't count Travis Kelsey. Oh, don't count him. Okay, You all both didn't have him. If two people had him and one didn't, I would say count him. Well, there's a couple other people on this list that two people didn't have. Well, I, I'm, saying I'm saying you, saying you all it didn't count end. the tight end position. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. So I have to keep in mind that I'm bumping all these numbers up one now. Number 12 taking the place of Travis Kelsey is Calvin Ridley. I gave him six points. Tanner gave him 11 points. Ben did not give him any points. I love Calvin Ridley, bro. I do he, too. He looks fantastic.
1: I don't think, like, I don't think we understand just how quick he is, as well, bro. Like, I've seen he him. is so fast, dude. And just his route running. Like, I absolutely love Calvin Ridley. Maybe because he's a, he's a Bama guy. Maybe. But maybe that has some, you know, something to do with it. But. I, I, being with Trevor, even though I'm not very high on Trevor Lawrence, to be honest, I do think him getting, I I do think him getting away with the Falcons going to Jacksonville was the best
0: thing for his career. Yeah. One thousand percent. I could see that. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Um, Because honestly, if he, even if he was on the Falcons right now, I don't think it would be going. As long as he stays away from Bay. If Calvin Ridley was on that Falcons team. But Desmond Ritter, it doesn't matter how good his receivers I mean, are. Put Heineke in there, bro. I mean, Heineke would be better, but it's still not going to be great. Uh, would you that, rather
1: have Taylor Heineke as your quarterback or Trevor Lawrence?
0: Trevor you know Lawrence. I mean, yeah. that's not even a question. Yeah, like, you know. I'm talking about from the Falcons' point of view here. Yeah. yeah. But I I am super high on Calvin Ridley. I absolutely love Calvin Ridley. So, I, I like him a lot, too. Speaking of the Falcons' point of view, did we have a Falcons receiver on here? I don't think so I was tempted to put him on my list but I didn't I almost almost. did next up number 13 overall this is the lowest rated player on our list that made all three of our list so the rest of them did not make all three so this is the last one that made all three (laughs) this better be who I think it is Mike Evans yeah okay Bro, that's not even who I thought, but Mike Evans needs to be on this all three This is the list. highest one that you have left on your list, Ben. You I, li- you literally don't have anybody no. ranked higher than what you have, yeah. Mike Evans. at Mike Evans point. needs to be yeah. on all three lists, too. I my, my, I thought we had already named him, honestly. Yeah. But I can't believe one of you all don't have this other guy on the list well, that we'll get to we'll later. Get there. All right. Mike Evans. Uh, ben gave him 10 points. Tanner gave him 6 points. I gave him 1 point. He barely made my top twenty. But he Dang, did make it. Bro.
1: That is crazy.
0: Mr. a thousand barely made your top twenty. It's just I care about route running more than anything else, and I don't think he actually runs routes. He just runs Mike great. Evans yeah. may have some of the best hands in the yeah. entire NFL. He he he, like, he can jump. He's me. got great hands. Yes. He I just I think he is an awful route runner. I really I think he's like not just like eh route running. I think he's a bad You re-turn.
1: can't be and like I know you hate stats. You can't be an awful route runner yes, with as should. many thousand yard consecutive seasons as this guy. What it, what, what, you what, can't be an awful route. What? Runner. What?
0: Every time you see Mike Evans catch a ball, what route is it? Is, is that's a, not important, Brandon? He, <laughs> can, he runs a straight line. <laughs> no. and they throw a ball to him. No, it's, he does. It's, it's he not does. every route. That's running. what he does. i got bro. a lot of them. I will give you. I that, will. But it's not every. He he it's has three routes in his route tree. It's a go a um an in like a fifteen yard in. Like and a comeback? No, not a comeback. I was going to say a, comeback a also. A dig route? It's a dig route where you run like 15 yards and then cut straight to the middle of the field? Yes, that's yeah, a Yeah, okay. Route. So a dig route, and then he has the comeback route. Okay. And that, that's his three routes. Yeah. But and even he that, does even, those effectively. Even the dig route, that break is incredibly slow. He does not hit that thing hard. But ever. he he gets, all he has to do is get the defender on his backside, and he's a big that's enough receiver. True. that That's he's gonna, true. Yeah. But so. see, anyway... I have him on my list. The reason why I've got him so low is because the route running is just not there, in my opinion. But I uh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I get why you guys had him where you had him. I, I understand it. And also, if this was two years ago, Mike Evans would be a lot higher on my list than he yeah. is right Under, now. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Brandon hates the old guys. I do hate old guys. I'm becoming an old guy myself. But I hate old Brand, guys. Brandon thinks anyone older than him is trash. <laughs> Probably, honestly, honestly, unless you play a quarterback or kicker, if you're older than me, you're probably not that good in the NFL anymore. I'm just saying. That's just... so sad, but it's kind of true, though. It's so sad.
1: Kind of true. That breaks my heart, dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're all so old in <laughs> football years. All
0: right, go ahead. All right, football years. Moving on. Number fourteen overall. A rookie. I think this is the only rookie on the list. Is it? yeah, this is the only one that made our top twenty as a combine as a combination. Puka. Uh, sorry, not Puka Nakua. I almost ruined it. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yes. I, I was staring at the other rookie on the list, but he didn't make the top twenty. Uh way to ruin it. Yeah, sorry. Gee. Jordan Addison. I didn't have I, oh. I gave him nine points. Ben gave him seven points. Tanner gave him zero. That's unacceptable, Tanner. Uh, I like. Who do you have above this? Honestly,
1: I just think that from what I've seen, I just think the other guys are better than him. That's just me personally. Hey,
0: let me put it this way, Tanner. I just, I just do. Let me put it this like way. it's not. It's
1: not hey. me not liking Jordan Addison. Right. Like it's really not, bro. But like, I just the other guys that I had on my list, I just think they're they're better. And it's one of those things. I need to see you do it longer term, which I, exactly. I only got one rookie on my list. But so, it's more of like, I want to see you do it longer term.
0: So, you, so, Tanner, yeah. Puka Nakua over Jordan Addison? So, I have Puka Nakua did my yeah. list, yeah. So, Tanner, let me put it this way. The best way I can describe mm-hmm. the reason why you should have uh, Jordan Addison higher, or at least on your list at all, mm-hmm. is because the time that Justin Jefferson has missed that offense has looked exactly the same. It looks like Justin Jefferson is playing on the field. That's that's the best way to describe Jordan Addison. It, I get it. It looks like exactly the same.
1: I get it. It's like
0: and, and I get I get what you're saying. I do.
1: I I just it's hard. They even when Justin Jefferson was there, they didn't throw the ball a at Watson.
0: So like they're utilizing. Well those were was only like the Justin first two games. It was what? like it was like the first two games of his career. It was more than that. I, I Justin Jefferson that. got hurt like week three or four no. Didn't he? No. No, it was it was later than that. I mean are you talking about his rookie season or this year? Jordan this is Jordan Addison's rookie Jordan season. Jordan Addison's a rookie. I'm talking about Justin Jefferson. No, he's talking no about I'm this talking year. about this he's year. He's talking about this year. What do you mean they didn't use him? He's talking about they didn't use
1: Jordan Addison. They didn't use him a lot. I never said they didn't use him. I uh, said they never dude, used him a lot. I don't think he
0: have he had at least 3 to 4 catches in every game that Justin Here's Jefferson. Here's the thing. Played. And Here's, they were even, bomb. Even if he wasn't being used a lot, it's because he's on a team with Justin Jefferson.
1: Yeah. And so, and I get that. So, That's and, what
0: And in the moment because if we were doing this you know 4 weeks ago, Jordan Addison probably wouldn't have made my list. But yeah. that offense it I'm not kidding. It looks like Justin Jefferson is on the field. We, That's we, what it looks like. And we I need did. to discuss this too because And it's all, and it's too
1: I did take into account the fact that Dobbs is his quarterback instead of Kirk Cousins. I did take that that's into that's the it. same to my, in my opinion. Dobbs bro, Dobbs has looked amazing, dude. He has looked amazing. Yeah. But it's still Josh Dobbs. And like, I mean I
0: another thing man, is, Josh Dobbs, you know. I love Josh the Dobbs. Ha- the bro. Hatred has got I there.
1: love Josh Dobbs. <laughs> like, I love Josh Dobbs, bro.
0: I do. But this, like this point needs to be discussed. Like, the we always say the Steelers are the best team at drafting receivers. Like, it doesn't matter who they draft, they just draft an awesome receiver. The Vikings had Stephon Diggs and drafted Justin Jefferson and had to get rid of Stephon Diggs because Justin Jefferson was just that good. Now they drafted um Jordan Addison. They're gonna have to get rid of one of them, dude, because both of them now that Jordan Addison's got a taste of being the number one receiver, he's not going to be okay. I don't think he's going to be okay playing that number two role anymore, dude. And I, they might have to get rid of one of them, and it might be a problem. I don't think I, I don't think they even have got. I don't even think they have to get rid of somebody. This is this this is the last year on the contract for Justin Jefferson, and I think he wants out. I he he's going to sign with somebody else. He's he's not getting Titans. He, I I think the most likely place for him to sign is the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to let T Higgins go and they're going to sign Justin Jefferson. They're going to have the LSU trio back with, with on the Bengals. That's just stupid. I can you imagine trying to I, they're not, they're still not going to have any offensive linemen cuz they're not going to be able to pay him. That's, That's just stupid. but that would be crazy. Anyway, it, it's, not, the, it, it's not that the,
1: I don't, it's not that I don't think Jordan Addison is an amazing receiver. Like I I truly do. Like I just I need I need to see more. Honestly, even Puka Nakua making my top twenty was a stretch. Like legitimate.
0: I love Puka Nakua, but the yeah. fact that you have him on there oh over Jordan Addison is, is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. I wanted to put Puka Nakua on my list mm. and I just couldn't find a spot for him. Yeah. But like It
1: was between him it was between Puka and another guy, and I gave it to Puka, but I don't want to say the other guy in case he made this list. But yeah, like I just honestly that that's just the reason that I kept him out of my top twenty.
0: Okay. All right, I think you're insane, but we can accept it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think where he falls on this list in particular, number fourteen overall, I think is very fair. So, I honestly like. I wish I would have put him higher, but it's hard because he is a rookie. The fact that he—it's
1: just the fact that you guys have him that high, and we haven't even mentioned some of these other names yet. When these guys are proven, they've done it for longer.
0: Is insane to me. Literally, what Brandon was saying though is like Justin Jefferson has been hurt, and you can't like you can't tell that offense doesn't look different and. It's not even like, oh, that's a stretch to say they don't look different. It literally looks like Justin Jefferson is still playing football. Like, you can't tell that Justin Jefferson is not playing. And he, like, so for me, he would be in that top five conversation. If he's done this for more than just the time that he's done it, like what he's doing is top five receiver stuff right now. I agree with that, but yeah. he just hasn't done it long enough for me to put him all the way up. There. That's it, literally the. That is exactly
1: why I kept him out of my top. But team. then you put Nakua in your top. And, and I said it was between with the names that I had down. It was between him and somebody else, and I gave him notch to Kuka. Was I wrong for that? Honestly, probably. But I just, I, I just, I. And even with that, man, I just. Like well, just go, just go wander. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine.
0: Like that—that that was the name fine. I was thinking of that should have been on all three lists. By okay, the way. but Mike Evans also should be on all three lists. Next up, number fifteen overall is Terry McLaurin. Tanner gave him not seven points. Ben gave him nine points. I gave him zero. You didn't have Terry McLaurin on your list, bro. I definitely would have last year. This year, he's been unimpressive to me, especially with a quarterback that's performing as well as Sam Howell is. I just don't see him really doing anything special at any point. I still think he's good. I wish I could have had him on my list, but I just thought I couldn't put him ahead of some of these other people. But I I love Terry McLaurin. He's just not produced very well this year. And that offense has been putting up some insane numbers. And when your offense is putting up that insane of numbers, and you're an elite receiver, you should be putting up some pretty insane numbers yourself. And he's just not. So... Are you about to bring up some kind of numbers that you're going to say that he's doing great or something, Ben? No, I wasn't going to say he's doing great. I was just going to argue your point of like you're saying he's doing awful. No, he's not I doing mean, awful. He's just not putting up big numbers. Like and he's not he's not making big plays. I'm not, but he's not making big plays either. That's when a, whenever you're a receiver, if you make big plays, you are going to have big numbers. Like that's not one of those positions where like you can be really good and the statistics don't show up. If you're a receiver and you're really good, the statistics are going to show up. That's how that the receivers work a little differently like that. But anyway, that's fine. So, Ben, tell us why you like Terry McLaurin so much. Honestly, he's just been underrated. I feel like his whole career. I agree. And with then like I get what you're saying about this year because honestly, he has been a little underwhelming this year but even with that i feel like he should still be a top 20 receiver because he his route running is still top 20 in my opinion i don't think it's anywhere near the top but i think it's at least in the 20s and uh or in the late teens and um whenever another guy that if the ball hits him in the hands like he's going to catch it if the ball touches his hands he's going to catch it yeah and he what I like specifically for him is his the effort that he gives on every single play. Like he he has that number one receiver mentality of he's expecting to get the ball on every route that he runs. Like if he's running a route he expects to catch the ball. That's true. And yeah. he he runs his routes like that. And that I just appreciate he, he, that. I'll, I want to add on to that. I think every receiver <laughs> should run every route like that. Always. Yeah. You should be not just even expecting that the ball's coming to you, you should be knowing the ball's coming to you. There's one guy that I left off this list specifically because of route running and like effort. Like if the ball is not supposed to come to him, I don't think he really tries that hard. And I left him on my off my you list. I think it may be the guy that's next up on our list. Probably is. Number sixteen overall, DK Metcalf. It is that guy. That guy. I gave him four points. Tanner gave him nine points. Ben gave him zero. Uh, I I tend to agree with Ben. His effort is lackluster. His route running is subpar. Uh, but his physically, he, he's so gifted physically that I could not leave him off my list mm-hmm. completely. He's a big play so, machine. But yeah. other than that, I just, like I'm not, I had a lot of hope for him. Not, not a lot of hope. But coming out, into the combine, like, whenever he was drafted, I was like, whoa, as everyone was, like, this dude could physically do a lot of good things, right, but it was always, he needed to work on his route running, like, even his hands are fine, like, yeah, but his route running is just so not there, and then, for me, his effort, too, like, on some of the routes that it looks like he's not going to get the ball, he just doesn't care, like, he's like, yeah, whatever, I agree with that.
1: I put him out on, on my list because I'm super impressed he can do what he does with that diet that he's on.
0: That's fair. That diet is insane. That diet's insane if that's true, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like um, Will Levis's thing with putting mayo in the coffee and bro, eating leads bananas. Us to the Super
1: Bowl, bro, I'll drink a full pot of coffee with mayonnaise in it. I don't care. First video of of the podcast? Yes, bro. It'll be me drinking some coffee with mayonnaise
0: in it if he leads us to a Super Bowl. Goodness gracious. It's not happening this year. Yeah, yeah. That is true. true. Next up. I didn't need an A-man, Ben. Thank (laughs) you. 17 overall. C.D. Lamb. Ben gave him six points. Tanner gave him four points. I gave him zero. I can't believe you didn't have C.D. Lamb on your list. I just... He doesn't do things that impress me. Hey guys, he's and, had three one hundred yard and, games back to back to back. He's this, the best receiver. What he's what's happening this year I am literally, I, I'm not ashamed of this, I am literally ignoring what's going on this year. because no, I the, agree. the Cowboys are stat padding. Thank 100, you. Thank
1: you. You better preach right now, bro. 100%.
0: Thank you. They are. They are stat padding. Thank you. So whatever numbers he's putting up this year, I I will let everybody know I am ignoring. Thank
1: you. Okay. You better preach right now,
0: bro. So. I, honestly, I felt like I had C.D. Lamb too low, and it's purely low. because... I just disliked the Cowboys that much that I was trying to find other receivers to put above them, and then I just had to put them where I couldn't find anyone else to put above them. Like, the thing that blows my mind that you don't have him on your list at all is his route running is also really good. Yes. and He is a drop it, machine, dude, though, bro. if he's running across the middle, like... If he if it hits him in the hands on a slant route and he's getting hit, he's still catching it. Or if he's coming back and he's catching the ball, a guy hits him on the back. He's breaking that tackle and running ten yards up the field. Like I honestly, I thought I he's had to doing low. that in
1: a forty point blowout. Here's not thing. even
0: just those games. Dude. I whenever I think of CeeDee Lamb on the Cowboys, I I picture other receivers in his position. So I picture Jordan Addison. I had Jordan there. Addison above him. Jordan Addison is going to be better. I put, even Terry McLaurin. I put Terry McLaurin in that spot. Terry McLaurin's going to be better. I had Terry McLaurin above him. Uh, uh, Tyler. Uh, I, about, I about blew a, a name. Wow. Played. We already know who so, it is. If you put Calvin Ridley there, Calvin Ridley's going to be better than CD Lamb. 100%. If, ah, if you put. I'm trying to look at some of these other names. I don't names. know about that. One. DK Metcalf, that's debatable. I don't know. Prompt, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. So. so, anyway, so so with that being said. Maybe I should not have had DK Metcalf on my list, and maybe I should have had CD. Because looking back on it, I, I do think CeeDee Lamb's a better receiver than DK Metcalf, actually. So, I'm, I screwed up there. So, but anyway. So, but here's the thing. I, I really don't think CeeDee Lamb's that good. I, I don't... I, I think he's just barely a wide receiver one. I think he's just bold. barely. I, I really do. I don't know. But. Also... I'm gonna assume that you didn't have this other guy on the list that we'll get to. Okay. (laughs) All right. Was there another statement? No, I I was just waiting for him to continue (laughs) the list because we'll get to the name eventually. Moving on from CD number eighteen overall, Debo Samuel. I gave him seven points. Tanner gave him two points. Ben gave him zero. The fact that you will have this dude on your top twenty receivers list is disrespectful to every single he's, receiver in the league. He's overrated. Yes, I agree. He's he, overrated. He but is not
1: worthy to be off the. He
0: least. is overrated, but he is still good. He is. He is good. He's a running back playing the receiver position. I would yeah. have Christian McCaffrey you you a, you over receiving on, on this list. At least he's true. At least at he's actually true. good at catching the ball, bro. Like, you all put a running back on this list. Debo can catch. Okay, he can catch, catch, but he can't route run. His route running is not... He's not going to moss anybody. Yes, Ben. Look, like, he's not a receiver, dude. I agree with that. I would rather have Christian McCaffrey lined up at receiver than Debo lined up at receiver. That's a bit of a stretch. No, it's not. I mean, it's really not. Christian McCaffrey does have some awesome hands. Yes. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel... Are almost the same person, except Christian McCaffrey is just faster. <laughs> I think he's a better route runner too. You I might really, really do. you might be right. Look, and if we were adding running backs to this list, Christian McCaffrey would have been way further up. Then I I was putting running backs on this list. I didn't have any on my list, but I was considering. If you were considering running backs, how did you not have Christian McCaffrey on this list? Because if we're talking about actual, just line them up at receiver and have them go one on one against a corner, I think Christian McCaffrey is amazing as a running back on that. But I don't think he's a top (laughs) twenty receiver. Travis Kelsey doesn't do that either. Thank you,
1: thank you, Brandon.
0: He doesn't line one up one with Sauce Gardner out there on the outside. They've tried. It doesn't work. They're too small. They can't guard them. The corners. Then can't. why don't the Chiefs do it every play? I, I don't see that hard. Ever. I know they got. Yeah, I, he's dude, almost. He's either lined up. Jalen healthy. Ramsey's the only one that's tried it, and Jalen Ramsey got. Oh, I've seen, seen him out. Is in the slot. Yeah, he, think he either he either lines up off the tackle or he lines up in the slot. He I've never never seen him he, wide. I don't. I mean, he may have – he's is. a tight end. He's not going to beat them up the that's field. That's point exactly, He's the middle of the field. I'm saying route running and actually like – yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And route running, Travis Kelsey can run every route. But Christian McCaffrey can too. Not as well as Travis Kelsey. It depends on what route you're talking about. So I think a lot of them he could be better. We're the talking about receiving. The themselves. thing with Christian, Christian McCaffrey is, yes, he could run right past a linebacker or just make a linebacker look completely stupid. If you lined him up at receiver, he would still be awesome, and he would still have plays where he'd make the corners look stupid, but it would basically be like having Debo at receiver. And I don't have Debo in my top 20 either. Right because as far as an actual pure receiver goes, I don't think Debo's route running is that good. Right. But after what he can do after the catch, and Kyle he Shanahan's does. scheme is so good to get him the ball quickly that he can make moves after the catch. Right. Your reasoning for saying Christian McCaffrey and or Debo would not be a top-20 receiver, those are the same kind of things of why Travis Kelsey wouldn't be. You're saying out wide... They wouldn't be able to run actual receiver routes. Travis Kelsey wouldn't be able to either. What Travis Kelsey can do in the middle, he can make quick moves and then box out outside. If you're, if you're the throw is having to go that far, that box out's not going to work because the corner has enough time to get around. Tell him. that to Mike Evans. Tell tell the Mike Evans that the box out doesn't work. He does box out way further downfield, and it's after the ball's already in the air. Like that's why I'm saying, like that's what, say- like, that's what Travis Kelsey wet, does. Six, five, six, six. Well, Travis Kelsey's Me- probably the same size. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. What? Like you all are acting like Travis Kelsey couldn't do what Mike Evans but, does. But Mike Evans gives the corner this threat of being beat deep. Travis Kelsey doesn't give that threat. That's I would
1: also say. I think Mike Evans. I don't think I'm very confident in saying Mike Evans is faster than Travis Kelsey. Oh, 100%, 100%. one hundred percent, one thousand. it's not even like, it's close. Not even close. But, yeah.
0: At, th- this is almost so. Travis back Kelsey to like isn't going
1: to be a threat of the Debo. This
0: point. is going back to a Cooper Cup thing too. Like Travis Kelsey understands That's what true. the defense is yeah. doing so well that he's just going to get open. But which I'm not saying but, Christian but McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey do does too. Christian McCaffrey can do. I I don't think Debo can do that. Honestly, you're probably right. Yeah, but I don't know. Travis Kelsey belongs up there. Look, I didn't have CMC on. There. Debo is on this list. On my list, the same reason why DK Metcalf is on my list. The fact it's that you physical freak. The fact that you all have Debo over Brandon Ayuk, I don't even care if I'm spoiling a name right now. The fact that you all have Debo receiving wise better than Brandon Ayuk is insane. Brandon Ayuk Brandon Ayuk is the best receiver on that team, and it's not even close. I don't know if Brandon Ayuk has ever had three decent games in a row, ever. Has he? I mean, you're the Ayuk fan. Have he ever I, had three D's games in a row? Literally every healthy game this year he has went off. Okay. Every healthy true, game. But has he ever had three games in a row that were good games? I, I don't think he has. I three. don't know. If this is only like his third year in the league, dude. That's enough time to get three. I mean, D's, his, his, that's what, dude, his rookie year, he came on at the end of the season. His sophomore year, they just, Kyle Shanahan got mad at him because he showed up late for practice one time. So Kyle Shanahan was like, nope, you don't get the ball the rest of the year. And then this year, finally everything's looking right for him. He goes off like the first two or three games of the season, gets hurt for like two or three game span, then comes back and has done really well also, which that 49ers offense hasn't looked completely the same because Trent Williams was out, which I also called, as soon as Trent Williams comes back, the 49ers blow the Jaguars completely out of the water, but I don't know. Trent Williams is the most underrated player in football, and it's not even close. Yeah, I think you're right, but, actually. Anyways, but, this is about Brandon Ayuk. He's a tenfold better receiver than Debo is. If you're talking about actual receiver skills, Go, I agree with that, but it's more than just your skill set. I was doing receiver, like, actually skill set. I and also I'm doing the receiver that I would want to be number one on my team. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So that, that awesome. also really agree with that. If I was doing it based on that right there, I would rather have Brandon Ayuk on my team than Debo Samuel. And because that, I think Debo Samuel would just it would bring some extra little chaos that would make offense a lot more complicated. And I don't really care for that. So that would also be my reasoning for having Travis Kelsey up there, because Travis Kelsey is the number one on his offense. And the offense is still doing yeah, perfectly, of course. It. All right, moving on. Number nineteen overall, Tyler Lockett, and I am the only person that gave him points. I gave him eight points. Mm. Tyler Lockett. Well, you want you want route running? He's the dude. You want deep balls? He's the dude. Whatever you want, he's the dude. He could do everything. Like he's underrated in everything he does. For the guy that Holt hates old guys, he yes. Tyler, Lockett, he Tyler Lockett. I I want I give me Tyler Lockett over DK Metcalf all day, every day. If, which one would you yeah. have hired? Tyler Lockett or DK? I would have Tyler Lockett. Okay, higher. fair. I would rather have Tyler Lockett. So here's the thing. I like I just said, every category that you want a receiver to be good at, Tyler Lockett's good at it. And I and when it comes to sideline catches, out of bounds, whether that's a back end zone line or the sidelines. Tota, I think Tyler Lockett's the best in the NFL. He is just incredible at it. He knows how to drag those feet. He knows how to get them down. I really think he's the best. Uh, also, I, now this was a little more showcased back when he had Russell Wilson, but his ability to get create space deep down the field mm, is yeah. fantastic. Even, even I mean, as old as he is now, he's still good at that. I so, cannot figure out who to put at my 20 spot. I wish I would have put him at 20 instead of the guy I put there but there i feel that so you would have you wish you put him there too i probably would have okay i, I wouldn't have had him any higher than that but I, he deserves to be on the list he yes. does okay actually i don't know i'm i'm so he to deserves to be, to be a top so if we yeah. counted travis kelsey he would have been number 20 tyler lockett would have been the 20th but because we're not counting travis kelsey he's the 19th so we've got one more name it's the hot. DeAndre Hopkins comes in at number 20. I knew it. The knew
1: fact it. that you didn't have your <laughs> on this list. <laughs> he I, was the guy that I was going to put 20. He was the guy that I was going to put 20. Okay, hold on. I can't, like, I couldn't put him on there because of how garbage he is with press coverage. He like, is bad at that. He is so bad press
0: coverage, okay, so, man. But, like, if... Uh, before, if well, before you continue, let me yeah. tell you what... I gave him five points. Ben gave him two points. Okay. I, I've got to ask. Like, you have been praising DeAndre Hopkins so hard all yeah. year long, and not just DeAndre Hopkins. There, were, mm-hmm. remember back when we mentioned that the Titans' receiving core was one of the worst in the NFL, and you just, you just gave us so much backlash for it. Yeah, how is DeAndre Hopkins not in your top twenty? honestly. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins has overperformed my expectations yes. this year. Agreed. And would you agree. thought maybe he was going to be a pro Maybe this is because I'm butthurt as well with how
1: this season is going. <laughs> it may be because I'm butthurt as a Titans fan, honestly. But, like, I was really – I even had – like, I wrote him down on my list. I wrote, like, a name with, like, probably 25, 26 players. And, yes, Jordan Madison was on there. But, um, yeah, like, I that – That doesn't help your case. It doesn't you. help. Him. But, like, yeah, I – I don't know man. D D Hop he's had one game the, the only game that I've been like that's the freaking D hop I was expecting or maybe not expecting
0: was the Falcons game. Was when like, he every every
1: other game
0: do what was when he actually had a good quarterback. Well here, here's the thing. But the like, game that they called those plays. They're not yeah. even trying to throw him that ball anymore. and, and to be fair, I think it was the Steelers game. Who did they play last? Not the Steelers. Who was? Steelers. Steelers was no, the most recent game? No, it wasn't.
1: No, that was... The most recent game was the Bucks.
0: So, I don't... It may have been the Bucks game. Bucks steelers Bucks. Near, near the end of the Bucks game, there was one... They called one of those plays late in the game for him to have a clutch moment, and there was 100% pass interference that he just did... They didn't call. Yeah. It's mean, been
1: getting... Look. He has been getting absolutely destroyed all season. Yeah. they are not calling PIs on him. Yeah, and
0: like I feel like it's because it's he's so he... aggressive. He mm-hmm. is ag- he is very physically aggressive with the corner, yeah. and because of that, they're not giving him really any leeway at all, which is fair in my opinion. I just wish that they would be consistent with that across the board because that's not what they're doing with the rest of the NFL. But here's the thing, DeAndre Hopkins, if he if he's smart. He'll look at the way the NFL is calling the rest of the season, and he himself will be a little less physical and just run the route as is. Because if he just does, they're going to call illegal contact or something If as long as he doesn't just wow and just try to grab the guy. Yeah. I love I love his physicality playing. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would allow receivers and corners just both to do what DeAndre Hopkins wants to do. I wish they would allow that. But the NFL is not allowing that this year. So, yeah, anyway. I just, Tannehill was force-feeding in the ball, and, like... That was a disaster. It was. It that, was, was disaster. that was a so disaster. So, like, honestly, in, in Tannehill's being realistic... Defense, for, out, in Tannehill's defense, who else is he going to throw the ball to? Traylon Burks? Like, oh, well, to be fair, Will Levis was throwing the ball to Traylon Burks and to Oconquo. They just aren't catching the ball. Exactly. Mine <laughs> Tannehill was like, I'm not doing that. I, I actually <laughs> did not even think about putting Traylon Burks on this list, just so you guys know. I would hope not. I mean, maybe. (laughs) If we put Kyle Phillips on that (laughs)
1: list,
0: I was gonna say that (laughs) the only top twenty receiver list that Traylon Burks belongs on is top twenty bust receiver. I can't argue with that. I can't, man.
1: I I can't argue.
0: I I tried to tell you before the season, but neither one of you all wanted to listen to me.
1: I honestly, legitimately, I thought the threat of D Hop. This was going to be a breakout season for Trey. Me too. I Me really too. did, bro. And I just, yep. I don't know.
0: I, I was expecting. I still think there's so much talent there, bro. But they, he just can't figure it out, man. He can't figure can't it stay out. Stay healthy, for one. Yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't put him on. But my... even, even when it comes to like the health thing, mm-hmm. he's had this season in particular. He's had multiple opportunities to make a big play, and he, and he just it. doesn't. When those opportunities come, he doesn't make it, and that's that's frustrating. Same thing for Christian Watson and the Packers. Christian Watson's probably had like five or six opportunities this year to make huge, crucial, clutch plays, and he just he does literally has not made one of them. He is he is zero for five or zero for six or whatever. He I is. feel like part of the thing with Christian Watson though too is I don't know what's up with the Packers this year, but the play calling. It's just like they well, I feel like they have I, the, I way. Think the the past couple games the play calling's got a lot better. My I I, I don't I think that's been fixed. I'm I'm not, not talking about it. necessarily like I'm talking about what they're asking players to do. I don't feel like they're putting each of their players in the strongest position for them to succeed. Like, for instance, Amon Raw with the Lions, I feel like that's a perfect combination of like they had they took his skill set and asked him to do what he's already amazing at. Like, the Packers are trying to make Christian Watson the jump ball guy, and then, like, Dobbs the underneath guy, and then Reed the middle of the field guy, which Jaden Reed is doing good in the middle of the field. Here's the thing with the Packers receiving core. You've got Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, and Romeo Dobbs, okay? I think all three of them, all three of those guys, would be an elite number two receiver. All three of them would be. But none of them are a number one receiver. Yeah. So Christian Watson is the athletic freak threat down the field, or he can take a slant to the house kind of guy. That's what Christian Watson is, and that's a that's an elite number two style receiver, um, almost like a better version of Gabe Davis. Basically, that's that's what Christian Watson is. Right. I don't know about better, honestly. At least Gabe Davis is. I mean, Christian Watson also did good at the end of last season. So, and then and then you got Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs is your consistent route runner. He's not crazy athletic, not crazy strong, but when you need a clutch jump ball in the back corner of the end zone, he can come down with it. And he's also a good enough route runner to make big plays on third downs. Again, elite number two receiver. And then you got Jaden Reed, who is basically prime Randall Cobb, but better. That's what Jaden Reed has looked like this year. He's a better version of Randall Cobb in his prime. He's way he's he's got the same route running and hands as Randall Cobb but he's way faster than Randall Cobb ever was. Yeah. So that again, an elite number he doesn't have enough size to be a number 1. That's the, that the, Jaden Reed has everything you would want from a number 1 receiver except the size. He doesn't have that kind of size. So again, an elite number 2. They're all elite number 2 receivers, but they need one guy to be that number 1 alpha that the defenses have to lock onto, or if you don't, he will shred you apart no matter what kind of defense you're playing. And they don't, none of those, I love all three of those guys, I do. But they don't have the alpha, number one. Now, people are going to be like, well, that's what the Packers get for not drafting a receiver in the first round. Okay. Packers, traditionally, have always drafted second-round guys, and the second-round guys end up being number one alphas. Greg Jennings. Was the big number the first one for Aaron Rodgers? Greg Jennings, obviously, put the team on his back. Yes, he did put the team on his back. That's right. (laughs) Put the team (laughs) on his back. Number one alpha. After that, along comes Jordy Nelson. Number one alpha. Oh, after that, along comes Devontae Adams. Obviously, a number one alpha. And then they continue with these second round picks. Rungo Dobbs was a fourth or a fifth, but Jaden Reed and Christian Watson were second round picks, and they were. I don't think Jaden Reed was ever expected to be an alpha to be honest. He he doesn't have enough size. He was never expected to be a, a one alpha. But he was expected to be the slight guy, which yes. he's great at. Yeah, so he's fantastic of what he was expected to do. Honestly, he's overperforming expectations. Jaden Reed is. But in Romeo Dobbs, if you want to take into account what what he was expected to do coming out of the draft, he's also overproduced. The problem is Christian Watson. He is underproduced. So, he was drafted to be the alpha. That's why he was drafted. And he is just not that. At least not yet. Uh, And honestly, if I was projecting, I, I don't think he's going to be. I just don't see... When that ball is in the air, and it comes down to the want to, like the want to go get that ball more than that corner... He just doesn't have that. And I think if you don't have that now, I don't think you can really develop that later. I don't think that's something that can be coached. And I just don't see it. He doesn't have that. Which is unfortunate. Because I really like the guy. But he just doesn't have that kind of... See,
1: but even last year, dude, like... He he, made, he was he, the guy with Aaron Rodgers. That was the guy Aaron Rodgers was. Telling. I don't even He's know. Never he,
0: really made contested catches. Yeah, with he, they made. Big, he was the touchdown guy. Though. They made
1: when Aaron Rodgers needed a touchdown. Romeo he was more Dobbs
0: was basketball. actually more so. If you were talking about red zone, Romeo Dobbs was more of the red zone. But Christian Watson made a lot of really big plays. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the ball being in the air, and now what what like what Ben was saying, people being used wrong last year. They used Christian Watson on a lot more crossing routes, mm-hmm. like where they were crossing across the zones or just running away from a man that was following across the field. Yeah. They, they used him on crossing routes a lot. And this year they're sending him more on vertical routes and just throwing the ball up to him. And he has had plenty. The, the balls aren't bad balls. They're, they're thrown where your jump ball receiver should be able to go up mm-hmm. and jump and make that catch. Yeah. And Christian Watson doesn't even jump. Like, you go watch these replays, whenever he leaves his feet to go get the ball, he pulls his feet off the ground, but he doesn't actually elevate at all. He doesn't actually go up at all. He kind of just falls sideways and falls down and falls backwards, and then the corner jumps higher and either deflects the ball or intercepts the ball because he got up higher. And it's just like, dude, you have such physical ability. You're so big. You're so strong. Maybe he's boycotting for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Christian Watson was ever a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers anyway, because Aaron Rodgers wasn't a big I fan. I don't think yet. anybody was last year. That's fair. Except yeah. David Bacchiari. I, I I don't know. Aaron Rodgers was fine with Christian Watson. He just was yeah. also kind of a jerk. Here's the think thing Christian with Aaron Rodgers? All those names that I just mentioned earlier, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, They had multiple years developing with Aaron Rodgers before they became the alpha. Now, Greg Jennings, maybe not so much because he had already been developing with Brett Favre, but he was already the alpha before Aaron Rodgers took the starting job. So Aaron Rodgers knew that. So same kind of the same way with going to the Jets, even though we didn't get to see it. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers already knew Garrett Wilson's the alpha. Like, he doesn't need to develop with Garrett Wilson to know he's the alpha. But Jordan Nelson had multiple years developing with Aaron Rodgers to earn that trust, and then Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams' rookie year, and even his second year didn't really do anything. He he didn't produce at all. And then all of a sudden, year three, boom, he's the guy. Like that that those years of developing with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers needs that. I, don't, I think a lot of other quarterbacks don't need that. But Aaron Rodgers does because he's he's psychotic. All right. Like he just he does things differently. All right. I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> but anyway, last year. When it came to actually earning Aaron Rodgers' trust, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs both, they were kind of up against it from the beginning. Like, they were never going to be super favorite guys of Aaron Rodgers. Like, he was never going to love them. uh, Just because they didn't have enough time. And Aaron Rodgers knew he wasn't going to be there long term, so he didn't even care about really developing the relationship at all. Now, with that being said, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs still performed. They still did some good stuff. Christian Watson missed most of the year with injury, but when he came in, he looked well. So anyway, enough talking about the Packers receivers. I'm done with them. Um, what is somebody that did not make your, our top 20 that you want to honorably mention, Tanner? Uh I had two. I only
1: had two guys that did not make the top 20 that I had. You had three that did not make the top 20. Three? Yeah. Uh, well, three. Yeah. Um the only two that like I'm actually shocked. One of them I'm shocked. Uh, I'm really shocked Devontae didn't make any of y'all's lists. Um, I had him at
0: let's see with bro. I had Devontae I think five Adams. points. I had Devontae Adams as my number. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you mean Devontae Smith. I know. Uh Devontae Smith. Um, I had Devontae is
1: with five points. I think yes. And I just I love Devontae, bro. I he's had some drop problems this year, but he is a phenomenal receiver. He's Great route runner. Yep. Like he his route running, I feel like is really overlooked. Great route runner because he doesn't have a lot of sauce. So you have to be a great route runner for his sauce. Yeah. Yeah. The other guy, the other guy I had that didn't make it, I actually put Waddle on my list as well. Yeah. Um. Because Waddle is another great route runner, super quick. He's another guy that can literally kind of like mm. a Tyreek,
0: but not really. I mean, I just realized that Jalen Waddle actually tied with DeAndre Hopkins on total points, but DeAndre Hopkins did win the tiebreaker because I gave him five points. Okay. So yeah. Wow. So I had
1: J- yeah, I had Jalen, um, Jalen Waddle. Um. I like J- I like Jalen more than I like Devontae. By the way, that, that's I, I like doing a lot. I, 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 now, do I will say this I think Jalen is more of a threat than Devontae is. I, I look at Devontae as I, I do think Devontae is a threat. I look at Devontae, I'm not saying he's as good as Cooper Cup, but I look at him as a Cooper Cup. A lot of receptions, okay. great hands, great route runner, really dependent or not dependent, really. Uh, he's a, court,
0: a quarter. I, I
1: look at him as a quarterback's best friend in a way. That's how
0: I look at. Yeah, him. I can see the quarterback best friend part, but nothing else. I can really compare to Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. I just well, maybe that
1: wasn't the best, but you understand what I was trying
0: to say. My thing with Devontae is like, yeah, he is small, and like his route running is really good, mm-hmm. and he he's really fast also. Mm-hmm. But yes. like being the number two on the Eagles, like. He did really good last year, and I was kind of expecting him to take a step this year that he just kind of hasn't really taken. And I like AJ's been going off. I
1: like I AJ like, is having by far the the only person that you can legitimately make a case is having as good of a season as AJ is Tyreek.
0: That's it. It's those two. In the, the past couple of weeks, Tyreek's kind of fallen off. Yeah, but the like, only reason that like I think Jalen Waddle can be a legitimate one on a team. I don't think Devontae Smith could ever be a legitimate one on I agree with that. I think, I think Devontae is an elite number two. You receiver. legitimately don't think if Devontae no. went to like the Falcons, if I he went don't. to the Texans, if Drake he went London to... Drake London is a better receiver. Mm, I don't okay. even have a. I don't have a problem saying Drake London is a better receiver than Devontae <laughs> I, that's a, I, think I, that don't I, I don't know if Drake London will ever be a number one. You, don't don't that? I agree with you all realize Drake London's like a top 10 receiver right now, right? He's
1: in, good, in but he's, I don't think he's as good as Devontae. Maybe I'll eat that in a couple of years. Maybe I will. But right now, I do not think he's a better receiver than Devontae. I'm sorry. Oh, my. I God. don't.
0: I, that, but that's
1: just my personal opinion.
0: Though. All right, Ben. Who is somebody that? you wish we had him on top 20 that we did not. I was going to... Jalen Waddle. honestly okay. like I can't believe that he didn't make the list honestly. What how did he know? Oh, he didn't he, he didn't, didn't have good. him on his list. And mean I'm guessing mean you had him at like 3 and 4 points. Yeah, I had him yeah. I think I had it. I had him 3. I gave him 4. Yeah. Okay. So but the fact that he didn't make it um I'm not even surprised that Brandon Ayuk didn't make it, to be honest, but the fact that you all had Debo on your list and didn't have Brandon Ayuk just blows my mind. Um, and then, honestly, I put Christian Kirk on there as my number 20. That... I legitimately just didn't know who to put on there, and I was kind of looking at, like, what they've done so far this year. And Christian Kirk has actually done a lot better than you all may think he has. He's he's so. I was thinking of um, some people that I was kind of throwing out there was Drake London, um, Michael Pittman Jr., and... uh, I don't think he's a top fan.
1: I, just, I was I throwing someone like else out there, person. too, but
0: I can't Oh, Puka Nakua. Those, those were the three guys that I was kind of battling with. <laughs> Whew, sorry about that. Anyways, um, those were the kind of guys that I was battling with, and then ultimately I ended up just going with Christian Kirk just because I know Calvin Ridley is there also, but uh, what he's been able to do with the Jaguars, I guess, is why I ended up putting them up there. But – Honestly, I think Michael Pittman is like a top eight receiver in receiving yards this year right now. Michael Pittman is just quietly having a really good season, and no one's talking about it. But <clears throat> yeah, I, no, those were my. Names I don't like then. Michael Pittman at all. I, I don't. I don't even think he's just. I don't even know if he's average. I think he's below average. Michael Pittman is thirteenth in receiving yards so far this season. So. I don't care. Um. I'm also kind of interested. A few guys that are up at the top of the receiving, two that we don't have. Um, I'm not surprised that DJ Moore's on not on the list. Honestly, I mean, not even close. Yeah, hey, but you will have Debo on there. And I feel like DJ Moore is a very similar type of receiver to It's Debo. a very similar type of receiver. The difference is Debo has produced consistently for the past three or four years. And DJ, even though the media... He's also been on a good offensive scheme that yeah. uses him. The right That's way. true. Even though the media wants you to think DJ Moore has performed consistently over the past four years, he has not. No, he hasn't. But He's he not. hasn't been... If, if you put DJ Moore in the same spot as Debo, I think he could do very similar. I think things. that you could be ver- right about that. I agree with that. Um, and then another guy that's on this list is Amari Cooper. I considered putting him on there. I just don't like him. Is it cowboy hatred? Possibly. Amari Cooper mentioned? made my list. That was going to be my honorable mention. I gave him three points. And the reason I don't, like, I'm okay with him not making the top 20 because I really didn't want him to be on there. But when it came down to it, I was like, that dude's – I think he's overrated. Uh, Amari Cooper I think is overrated, but I think he's still a really good receiver. I, yeah. I think he actually performs and does well. He makes he makes a play – like one play every week that I'm like, gosh, I didn't know he could still do that kind of thing. Yeah. But he does. I, I just mean, don't like – He's not talked about. No, I fine. just don't no like the cares. Cowboys. If you have worn the Cowboys jersey ever, I just don't like you. So. <laughs> um, Jason Witten,
1: wow, bro.
0: I wasn't that big of a fan of Jason Witten, honestly, just because every I You're felt about like to
1: get us canceled.
0: Everyone loved him so much just because he played at Elizabeth, and I was like, guys, as far as the NFL tight end, he's a great blocker, but I mean, he's not. He he catches third downs too, but other than that, like he's not. Um, Gronk. He's he, not Kelsey. Like he's was, not in the same. You're literally bringing out
1: two of the best
0: yeah. tight he, ends. He, that was, he, that's, that's
1: who you literally brought. That's up, what bro. he was
0: being compared <laughs> to. Like as like nobody for, called him the greatest. For me, for me growing up, that's what I felt like people were trying to force down my throat. Is like, oh, Jason Witten's the best tight end. Also, have to look at the area we live in. Exactly. Also, listen. Whenever you were growing up, especially when you were quite a bit younger. Before Gronkowski became what he became, there was potential that Jason Witten could, if his career kept progressing, he could have became the greatest tight end ever. Yeah, that was before people like Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey showed up to yeah. the party. But then, but like here's the thing: yeah, Joshua yeah. Palmer and not Joshua Palmer, whom I think the Chargers connection between quarterback and tight end, uh, Antonio Antonio Gates, Gates and yeah. um the quarterback that can think. Was, of right wow. before Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers? Yes. Phillip a little Rivers bit before thing. Antonio Gates was Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. So like, you're right. But here's the thing. Jason Witten was a 90s style tight end. Yeah. And he probably is the best 90s style tight end ever. He probably is the best at that. I think George Kittle would have something to say. You might that. be right about that. Actually, <laughs> I think you could be. I actually I don't even think could be. I think you are right. Yeah. About George Kittle is a beast. George He's Kittle a different animal, but yeah, I agree. We do hate the Cowboys, though, so yeah. take it all with a grain of salt. Um, another guy, I didn't have him on here just because of the past few years that he had with the Vikings. But Adam Thielen this year just looks like a, a younger him. dude. Like he yeah. looks. And like I he,
1: literally told, I literally told you guys. I thought Adam Thielen was going to have a great year, and y'all called me stupid. Here's the thing. I literally said he's going to be a safety blanket for Bryce Young, and y'all
0: I, told me I was stupid. I didn't think... I i got the safety blanket part. I agreed with you on the safety blanket, but I just didn't think he would look like as he's, good as he looked quicker. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He literally looks like he rewound the clock like three years. Because the past two years for the Vikings, he hasn't really done any... Like, the past two years that he was on the Vikings... He was just that safety blanket, but he was just in the safety blanket role. He wasn't actually making any, like, crazy plays or doing anything that's like, wow, that's a really good receiver. It, it wasn't even just that he was only a safety blanket. I think he just looked bad. Yeah, he looked Especially old. last year, he looked really bad. He looked like he had lost a step and just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. But then, like, he legitimately looks like he've re-rounded the clock this year. I just didn't have him on there. I just thought there was a few guys better. but um. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, with all that being said, our fourth party that put together, combined our list for us, had some some observations to add some points that he would like to add to our list. That we hate the Cowboys. He says, first point is, it's hard to fault the top five. So, the reminder, top five, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. So he says, first of all, hard to fall to the top five. I agree with that. Next up, anti-Cowboys bias costs C.D. Lamb at least half a dozen spots. No, he's
1: not good.
0: Bro. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say he's not good. He's criminally under here. This year, he's a top ten receiver, period. <laughs> I would be fine moving him up six spots from where I had him, but I still don't think that would put him in the top ten. He is not a top ten receiver. I, so. I completely agree. Uh, this next point is specifically pointed at Ben. Iuke definitely belongs on top 10 most improved list, but not top 20. He said, but top 20 receivers, question mark. Ben ranked him 17 while not ranking Debo, question mark. <laughs> I literally feel the exact opposite. How do you have Debo ranked and not have Brandon? Brandon is a better receiver than Debo, bro. <laughs> Just watch the 49ers play, bro. Like, Brandon Ayuk is a better. He actually, it's not even like, Kyle Shanahan would agree with me, dude. Like, he actually has Brandon Ayuk lined up as the number one receiver. He is actually using Debo as the gadget guy, right? Which, that is how Debo is supposed to be used. I'm not even faulting that. But saying that Debo is a better receiver than Brandon Ayuk is just insane. I like, don't. I don't hate your logic. I don't hate it. I. It, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. That's not the way I ranked it, but I understand what you're saying. I don't hate it. God. So obviously they do. Anyways, <laughs> obviously they. Do. Uh, another guy that I just saw in here, like, I feel like this kind of goes with the Devontae Smith thing, is a uh, Zay Flowers. He's just kind of too small to be a dominant number one. As far as route running and speed and hands, he has all of it. He just kind of like. I don't know if he could ever be that true number one alpha guy. By himself, anyways. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, coming, I, here's the thing. I think if Zay Flowers was on the Vikings instead of Jordan Addison, we would be talking just as highly about Zay Flowers as we are about Jordan Addison. I don't know about that. Jordan Addison is a different... Animal. Jordan Addison has more of that flash Justin Jefferson style. Yeah. Route running, I think Zay Flowers is tremendously better than Jordan I don't, Addison. Zay Flowers is quicker, like, as far as those cuts. Yeah. But with the route, like, as far as pure route running, like, Jordan Addison is still a fantastic route runner. But, like, the quickness in the cut, Zay Flowers is probably better, but it's just he's shorter. Like, yeah. those those That's cuts true. are easier for him because C- he's shorter. Coming into this past year's draft, I was way higher on Zay Flowers than any other receiver by far, and then when he got drafted by the Ravens, I was so heartbroken. Like because like look, you really were. As as long as Zay Flowers has Lamar Jackson as his quarterback, we're never going to know how good Zay Flowers actually is. Like we we just won't know, and it, that's the sad part. I I really really think Zay Flowers is in, insanely talented. We just we're just not going to know. For a while, which is unfortunate. But anyway, anything else that you all would like to add discussing receivers? Was that all they said? Yes, that's it. Okay. If if we put Travis Kelsey in here, where would you all have had him? I would have had him on the list. I would not have had him near as high as you did. Because I would have been thinking about them actually playing wide receiver, or at least a com- combination of slot and wide receiver. I think he could do amazing in the slot. So If he was lined up purely at the slot. I could, he would not be ahead of Keenan Allen. I promise you that right now. Keenan Allen's higher than him. Stephon Diggs, that's whenever I would start. Because got, we got Keenan Allen at 8 and Stephon Diggs at 9. Stephon Diggs would be where I would start Considering Travis Kelsey, like right, I do realize that Kelsey literally led the league in receiving like two years ago, right? Ben, yes. leading the league in receiving and playing a receiver are two different things. Like that's a different thing. Like we're not, okay. we're not. Our list was not who is the best at catching the football. Like, that's not what our list was. Like our list was best receivers. So, Uh... I, I would consider him ahead of uh, Stephon Diggs. I, I was I, just thinking the number one option on their team as far as like an actual receiver. The number one receiving option on their team. That's yeah. how I was rating this list. So if Keenan Allen was on the Chiefs, you think Travis Kelsey would still be the number one option? He literally had Tyree Kill on his team and he was still the number one option. Well, that's true, but the, that Tyreek Hill that we saw there was not the Tyreek Hill that we see with the Dolphins. That because was Travis Kelsey demanded those targets, right? But was that rightfully Wait, so? Though, well,
1: what do you mean by that? Not the same Tyreek
0: Hill as we see with the Dolphins. What do you mean? By well, I think that? it is. It means by the way he's being used. So, like,
1: so you're not saying so you're not saying from a talent perspective. No, saying- I
0: think I think Tyreek Hill what we see now is what he's always been. But we've never seen him used like I, this. I agree with you. Yeah. And, because and he, here's the thing. It, Travis, yes, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey was the number one option. Ooh. But looking back on what we see from Tyreek Hill now. Stop it. Should Tyreek have Stop. Been, or should Travis Kelsey been have been the number one option? I'm not even letting you start with that nonsense, dude. Look how many Super Bowls they won using that offense. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. So stop but, trying to say Tyreek Hill should have been no. No, no, no. I'm stop. not saying. He, I'm asking the question. No, I mean that's it's, a dumb question. It's think
1: it's, it's a dumb question. It's not a dumb question. Like I, I think it's, if you're going to the
0: Super Bowl using what you're using, you don't try to figure out a different philosophy, bro. Thomas bill a number I what I understand what you're, if I was coaching that, I would have done the same thing. That's, that's I, I, not I, what we're I wouldn't have messed with it. I no. agree with you, but what I'm saying is, could it have been even better? No. I think it may be no, it couldn't Because have. even though Tyreek Hill has been was, was amazing with the Chiefs, it seems like the Dolphins have unlocked him even more. The one thing that I will up, say is,
1: up Travis Kelsey even more as well. No having Tyreek as a number as, as your number
0: one option. What it was is the Dolphins have been able to use the middle of the field yes. with those crossers mm-hmm. of Tyreek Hill and Waddle like no one else because they're both so fast. Their whole team is so fast that literally their scheme for the middle of the field is literally just, hey, guess what? You can't keep up with us and we're just going to run past you. That is how they use the middle of the field. As where the Chiefs had Travis Kelsey, hey, go go find the open spot in the middle of the field, which kind of limited Tyreek Hill's ability to go into the middle of the field because he wasn't really sure what Travis Kelsey was doing in the middle of the field. So he had certain routes like Andy Reid is smart enough that he made it work and still used Tyree Kill over the middle of the field at certain plays. Well, considering but, you have the best quarterback in the NFL, yeah, it also helps with that like, as well. Exactly, but like having Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill has let's not pretend that that didn't help Patrick Mahomes. Like obviously that has helped Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid being the coach too. Like, and that's another thing. If you don't think Andy Reid put together the best possible offensive scheme for the weapons that he had, good luck convincing me that he didn't. <laughs> I think that's what you're saying
1: like that's I'm, not, what you're I'm, right saying, I'm not saying I like I'm not saying I agree. I'm saying like it's not even it worth questioning. Be, to me, it would be interesting to see what that offense would look like having Tyreek as your number one option. Like, that's what I'm saying. I like, mean it would be, to be interesting fair,
0: to me. We're acting like Tyree Kill was the number two on that. It was one A one B. Let's yeah, be honest. It was one A one B. But yeah. like to say that Travis Kelsey wouldn't be the number one if Keenan Allen was there, it would be one A one B. Travis Kelsey would be the one A. He would be. It would be one A one B. Yeah, you're you're right. Or if you if you put if you take Keenan Allen and put him on the Chiefs with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes there as well. Travis Kelsey will still be the number one. But if you take Travis Kelsey and put him on the Chargers with the Chargers and Justin Herbert, I don't think Travis Kelsey would be the number one there. I think it would still be him. He now. should be. He should be though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think that Travis Kelsey may just have a crazy connection with Patrick Mahomes that he like that's just unstoppable. Like that is one of those rare connections that are just his just clicks. It's Travis Kelsey's ability to find the open spot, and Patrick Mahomes knows that yeah. in any given situation, Travis Kelsey could be open. So he looks back to him all the time. And Patrick Mahomes can scramble long enough for Pat, for Travis Kelsey to just also find the, a weak spot in the zone. Or even if it's man, it's eventually zone even turns into man. But, like, if you leave Travis Kelsey one-on-one two like – Mahomes is just going to throw him the ball, and he's going to box you out, and he's going to catch it. You mentioned something there that I want to point out. If the quarterback's scrambling long enough that the zone turns into man, you're screwed as a defense. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) If your defensive line hasn't got to him by that point, you're done. With it? All right. (laughs) If a play lasts longer than five seconds, your zone coverage is shot. It's just man at that point. You you can't ask someone to guard a zone in NFL for five seconds. Like At that point, you got to find a man and just hope that you guard him. Like, and then that's when the illegal contact penalty comes out. <laughs> yeah. <Your laughs> today's NFL. Yep. So, obviously, I apparently just love Brandon Ayuk and Travis Kelsey. Apparently, I'm insane. I'll accept the fact that I'm like... At some point, if I'm the only one with them that high, at some point I just have to say I'm insane. So yeah, you're a psychopath. It's okay. It's fine. I, I'll I'll live and die on the hill that I have put up there. So yes, I I do love that our top five receivers. It just worked out perfectly that they were the only top the only five that got at least fifty points. I I like that mathematically. That yeah really cool. I think that like that top I think there's a top seven that's like an elite category. For me it's our top eight is where the, where there's a big cutoff for me from eight to nine. Gotcha. It, so then it was probably eight. So look, it's it's the top eight is Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen comes in eight, and then after that, number nine is Stephon Diggs, ten Amon Ross, St. Brown, eleven Chris Olave. I think after Keenan Allen at eight, there's a big drop. Before this season, I would have Stefan Diggs in that list. Yes, I agree but with that. Because of this season, I'm fine with him not. And Stefan Diggs hasn't even been bad this year. He's just not been elite. He hasn't, yeah, he hasn't been in that same category as those other guys. Exactly. So, yeah. Which Jamar Chase really wasn't at the beginning of the year either, but he, like, he has single handedly. Yes. Brought won, that offense back. He's won a couple right? of games by himself, yeah. essentially. Yeah, He's like, hey, guys, remember what our offense used to be like? Let's start doing that. And again. one of them was against the 49ers defense. Yeah, they're, but they're that they're was they're also they're... when Trent Williams was hurt. Trent Williams was out it was for... the 49ers it's defense. defense that has nothing to do with Trent Williams. I mean, the defense is going to get gassed because the offense isn't on the field as much. Oh, okay, man, we're... But, man, I, man, dude... We're you picking now. Bro. All I'm saying is Trent Williams was out for three games. Trent Williams comes back. They win again. That's, I, Trent Williams is awesome. You're right. And People are going to say that Debo was out for three games and they lost. I don't give a – I do not care about Debo, yeah, bro. I agree with I you don't know. care. It was Trent Williams, and you're not changing my mind on this. It was Debo. Ask George Kittle who it was. Ask George Kittle. George Kittle will tell you who it was. By I like George Kittle, by, by the way. way I want to talk about the Trent Williams play this past week where he pulled – he pulled and is oh, leading the way. I saw that. And the corner is literally <laughs> turns his back and runs away from him. <laughs> <laughs> that. Hey, honestly, that corner made the best possible Oh, and guess who that he made my life decision. Guess who guess who ran the ball in that play, by the way, too? It was Debo Samuel, in okay. case you're wondering. Gotcha. Yeah. But Trent Williams made the play because I could have ran that ball into the end zone yes. the way Trent Williams is playing. <laughs> like, I would, I would love to run behind Trent Williams, bro. Dude, oh, that man. that corner did. To be fair, he actually got hands on Debo. Like, yep. as Trent Williams is running at you, and you get hands on Debo, you did everything you could. But it, it was like at the two yard line, and he was already falling down anyway. So Debo just stepped over top of him and scored. But right, yeah, like. But I agree, man. <clears throat> I love watching Trent Williams, man. As another player, I would like to have just an individual solo camera on the whole game. That would be just strange. just watch Trent Williams the whole time, dude. I the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think it is going to happen. I want to see the Cowboys play the Forty ers in the playoffs, dude. I want to see that. That'll be yeah. That that might be a massacre and if if Brock Purdy can stay healthy and Trent Williams. Honestly, even if it's not Brock Party, I think that the 49ers could That's off. true. It yeah. might be even more fun if Sam Darnold's at <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway. Dude, and then Dad gets hurt and Trey Lance comes in? <laughs> oh. That would be incredible TV. <laughs> that would be. Hey, I'm script writing for the NFL at this point, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The, hope just the NFL out. script writers are too busy right now throwing in illegal contacts every five <laughs> plays right now. So it's the right oh, call. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up there. We will talk to you guys again on Monday. Uh anything really big going on this week? Uh we got um for the the Ravens and the Bengals play Thursday night football tomorrow. That's kind of a big deal. A oh, rare we, we didn't even do our bets. That's oh the- yeah, I completely forgot about. We'll it, have. We'll, we can do it, yeah, we'll do it off air. Yeah, uh, we'll do it off air. Yeah, we got an hour and forty minutes, so we got we we got plenty of stuff uh, on this episode. So stay Red Wings play the Senators tomorrow. I don't think anybody cares, Tanner. You stay tuned for that uh, the surprise of what we picked to happen on Monday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And if we got it wrong, we just won't tell you about it. We'll still yeah. tell you about <laughs> it. We'll be <laughs> like, "Hey, look how stupid we are." I mean, <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit when I'm stupid. That's often. It is pretty often. Hey, by the way, but. I have an idea. You remember when we were talking about the possibility of well, we were too late for it, but the possibility of like comparing NFL quarterbacks to like uh, different ki- different types of Halloween candy. Oh yeah. What if we do something like that for different types of Thanksgiving food? Just Thanksgiving food. Thanksgiving food items. So like, I don't, we, would you want to do it just quarterbacks, or would we want to do it like? Any players, or what would, we, what would we want to do there? I feel like it'd be more simple if we just did quarterbacks. You know, it would be like easier to come up with a list. But for entertainment value, I think it'd be funny to just throw like all kinds of players out there. Just like who is the most like turkey? Yeah, just like so it's always going to be there, but no one here, here's what we're going to really do. Really likes it that much. Like, here's okay. I think here's what we're going to do. We're going to find a list of, like, the most common Thanksgiving food items, okay? Stuffing. So let's just say it's, like, 12 items. Let's say there's 12 food Mm. items listed on this list. Like, you are going to come up with one player in the NFL that is the most comparable to that food item, and you tell us why. And then Ben comes up with his own list of 12 players to fit that list, and then I'll come up with my own. So we all three have our own picks, and we'll see if we match up with any of them on the same food item. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So, think, for for just, for example, let's just say, like, deviled eggs. Okay? Deviled eggs, it has to be, it's probably going to be somebody that, like, there's certain weirdos out there that really, really like this person, but the majority of people really hate them and think they're the worst thing out I don't think a majority of people, I think deviled eggs are really good, they just leave a bad, like, breast. So, here's the thing, me and you think that. But most other people hate deviled eggs. What player what, what player does that match up with? I
1: hate deviled
0: This is pretty simple. This is pretty wide open. Zach Wilson. Up. Oh, okay. Zach Wilson is deviled eggs. Freaking fantastic, but for some reason <laughs> receives unreasonable oh, hate. <laughs> it's great content right there. And, and uh, sort of like... I was gonna say the one thing I have against deviled eggs is they make your that, mouth smell bad after you that eat. Is that is Zach Wilson it, right there. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you're done and you're just like, Oh man, he missed just a few throws that if he could have made those it would be <laughs> See, I mean, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. See, that's a perfect example right there. I thought you were gonna say C D Lamb. No, uh, No, we hate C D no, Lamb. No, C D Lamb. I don't know I'm if they are saying that for
1: our third party. I don't
0: know if there's any Thanksgiving food that sucks that much. No. So I don't think so. I <laughs> unpopular opinion i turkey i don't actually like what that. okay so we'll save that for the episode okay we'll we'll get to that so we'll, no spoilers. we'll look forward to our thanksgiving episode we'll we'll have some good content for A you lot. guys yes all right we'll talk to you guys monday see ya